Hello and welcome to the latest edition of the Legion of Sports with Pros and Avi. We got a great show lined up today as as well, but today I'm very undecided as to who to, who to choose between Lucas step back a dagger game winning buzzer beater three or Bayern Munich's sixth Champions League crown. I would like to welcome Avi to decide this. I'm 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 in a quandary, Avi. Where should we start? Yeah, I mean, for me, it doesn't matter. Both of them were great, uh, especially the Luka Doncic winner, man. Jeez, uh, it was something to watch. I mean, yeah, this this 21-year-old Slovenian phenomenon, man, he's 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 crazy, and he's the face of the franchise already, and uh, he's leading to them to a series tying win against the LA Clippers, who arguably has the best roster in the league. We'll definitely get into depth about the game as well as the NBA. But first, let's start with Lisbon, where the Bavarians, Bayern Munich, clinched their sixth UEFA Champions League crown. And this time, Kingsley Coman, who started the Champions League final after not starting the previous two games, score became the very first player to score against his old team in the Champions League final. Kimmich again. Chance at the far post and the header is in by Kingsley Coman. Breakthrough for Bayern Munich. And the goal scorer is a Parisian, Kingsley Comot, who was in the Paris Saint-Germain junior section. Avi, it wasn't a vintage play from Bayern Munich, but they were professional and they didn't really get out of the first gear. There's a, there's a scroll through. Yeah, I mean, after all the talk we had about, you know, high scoring finals, you know, 5-4 or 3-2, how about a good old fashioned 1-0 win, huh? I mean, Bayern Munich, man, I mean... I wouldn't say they controlled the game, but, you know, uh, they were so uh, disciplined throughout the whole game. Yep. Discipline is a great word to describe Bayern's performance today. Uh, like I said, it wasn't a vintage performance. Um, it wasn't the kind of performance they showed against Barcelona, um, but they didn't really have to today, Avi. Um, this is went in cruise control, uh, didn't, didn't have to get out the first gear. And... Um, for me, PSG didn't even look likely to score towards the end, although they created chances. That, that was the key difference here. Uh, you know, when a team is 1-0 behind, uh, last 10 to 15 minutes, you know, they pile up the pressure and create chances. And although PSG created chances in the beginning, towards the end, how vulnerable 1-0 scoreline is. But it didn't look, they, Bayern didn't look vulnerable at all. Like you said, the, uh, the dying minutes, 10 to 15 minutes, uh, the difference was the leadership between two teams. Uh, you know, Bayern Munich just controlled the last minutes of the game. Like, you know, it was just a 0-0 score or as if, you know, uh, the game was, uh, the game had just started. And PSG, man, I mean, you got to turn up. All these players, I mean, Neymar, Mbappe, you got to put some pressure on. And they just, they just couldn't deliver it. I mean, the crosses were bad. Uh, Neymar wasn't getting, uh, Neymar was just getting frustrated the whole game. Yeah, he wasn't his usual flamboyant best today. Um, to 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 begin with, PSG they didn't take the chances. Let's be honest, they didn't play that bad. They created chances here and there, but the rhythm wasn't there in the game. How Mbappe and Neymar um, are are usually, you know, uh, getting past defenders, you know, getting crosses in or or, or getting shots in. Uh, that Neymar chance. You know, in, in the first half, that Manuel Neuer saved. We'll definitely get into Manuel Neuer's discussion later. But that's, that chance, like it, it, like it nearly went in. 
it's kind of like what could have it been didn't we talk last week and you know how the high line of Bayern Munich was going to be you know a huge factor coming into this game with the you know speed of Mbappe and Neymar and we saw in the first half i mean they had chances Mbappe was cutting through the defense uh and Neymar you you had to score that i mean i know no, we will get into Neymar later but even Mbappe he, he had great chances uh, in the first half to you know uh score as well yeah and so w- when you said uh, Neymar um you know it it doesn't really matter if the keeper saved or not as as a striker or as a forward if he didn't score it's on you yeah mbappe definitely forgot his shooting boots today oh yeah he, his his shooting was horrible uh, even neymar i think he he didn't even had a single uh, with except the newer uh, the newer save but uh, apart from that I, i don't think so uh, neymar had any shot on target today he 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 didn't and uh, he struggled uh to 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 create uh, his authority in the game and l- let's look at the game analysis abi um like we already mentioned psg were unable to take uh, a few and far uh chances they they created and uh you know a marquinhos chance that will get later into the in, into the so uh that, that that was very crucial and another thing that i didn't really see from psg were the balls over the top you know yeah i expected a, a, a few you know diagonals for from the defense but it it didn't happen and uh could or or, or should to hill change a, a, a little bit uh, tweak the system a little bit or change icardi because he didn't bring icardi on yeah i think he trusted you know the front three uh di maria and neymar and mbappe to produce something in the game and like you, i mean like you said the diagonal balls from you know from di maria to mbappe all across the uh across the field if you look into the game neymar and uh mbappe were not even defending they were just set out to you know make the run and uh get the uh, uh get a foot ahead of the defense and they just can't get a single ball in i i have to disagree with you a little here uh if you was the game closely uh both the teams were kind of cautious you know like how we talk how we talk about like uh teams being flamboyant and energetic and you know uh, play their normal pressing game but this is the final uh, none of these team want to uh you know blink early you know and 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 get into a pitfall where they can't get out of it so they were a little cautious to to begin with and um if you noticed uh mbappe was tracking tracking behind pretty good like he he was defensively sound of course you he will be judged on on uh, what he produces up front but um you know to 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 neutralize the the chances Bayern will create uh he he defended pretty well along with Neymar on in each yeah, flank maybe for, maybe for the first 10 15 minutes uh Neymar did drop back uh today for for some reason i wanted to look at both teams uh defensive side of things and um another thing i noticed was uh, Alfonso Davies wasn't um himself going forward but he didn't really have to go forward because it was all about Kingsley Coman um yeah. and Alfonso Davies was given a role that he would just stay back in in a way not stay back but not as prolific as he would be um you know in in previous games so kind of bit uh, cautious and and, and try to play on the counter so he did he did his defensive uh, side well and um in the end uh, did you see that clearance he made uh which was pretty exceptional from him so he's showing me that it's not just about his uh um attacking sides he he's he's showing his defensive capabilities as well i mean absolutely you you hit the nail on that one but uh, how about the uh, 
avoiding injury. Did that scare you? As you know, I mean, if you're a Bayern Munich fan, that has to be a concern, right? Uh, as yep. soon as you went down in the first half. Yeah, that was a, that was a huge concern. Um, but having said that, they had uh, Sula in the in in the bench, so who who is a pretty young talent. But coming back to Boateng, he's 32 and he's nearing towards the end of his contract and, and his career as well. So uh, I felt really sad for him. I would never wish any, any player to have an injury, especially in the game of this magnitude. It kind of reminds me of that Salah injury a couple of years ago in the Champions League mm-hmm. final. Um, but luckily, luckily they won. And, and Nicolas Sula, who came on, did he even have to do anything in the game later on? Like, no. Uh, I mean, he might as well just be sitting next to me in the couch while I was watching the game. But, you know, like you said about the defense of Bayern Munich, um, as a team, as a defensive team, they're not the greatest, you know, out there. But individually, I think, you know, the, the likes of Kimmich and you know, Alfonso Davies and all, did you see the blocks of Kimmich when he had for Mbappé and oh, yeah. Yeah, he, uh, some, he, some crucial defensive? Uh, I think they take pride on their individual skill rather than just a team effort. Of course, of course, they have to. And he was winning that battle against Mbappe um, in the beginning stages. And it might be Mbappe's fault or it was just uh, Kimi's, you know, uh, showing more energy and, and, and vigor, you know, uh, trying to stop him. So let's look at a few key moments in the game that, that could have changed or, or that didn't change the game or, or, or that would have changed the complexion of the game. So... Neymar chance that we already talked about. Um, you know, we already agreed he should have scored. How about uh, Lewandowski and, and, and the, the shot he, that he made? And I had Lewandowski in my party to score a goal. And, you know, I think somebody told Lewandowski before the game, hey, Avi got you on party, so maybe you should just not score today. And that was, you know, just my luck. Uh, I uh, mean, Lewandowski did... me, by the way. <laughs> Lewandowski didn't have the greatest game, but... I mean, yeah, the, I think he kind of flopped that shot. If if he had got a decent contact to it, I he, uh, don't. I don't really think he flopped the shot because he was. He didn't get a decent a, contact he, on he, it. He was doing a turn. He was kind of like I think three hundred degree turn. So while while you're turning, you're trying to trying to uh, get that power in, and and yeah. it's very difficult. And like as a striker, he he could have probably hit hit that sweeter, but the direction was pretty good, wasn't it? Oh yeah. If you're scoring 53 goals for 53 goals in a season, you kind of you know uh, put your money for Lewandowski to score in that situation. But uh, yeah, I think you know a sweeter contact would have definitely put the ball back in the net. Yeah, uh, Lewandowski has the the basically Google Maps thing in in, in his head when it comes to uh, you know the the woodwork and and and, and the goal basically. Mm-hmm. So talking about chances, another chance, Marquinhos. You know uh, the the central defensive midfielder who is who is a centre back by trade, but he was there to disrupt Bayern's flow. Uh, he he got forward once, and that chance, man, he scuffed the shot, didn't he? Yeah, I mean, lucky for him, the ball got deflected and just failed perfectly to hit the shot. But again, Manuel Neuer, man. Yeah, no no excuses. I mean, he he should have scored. He should have buried that. Oh, absolutely. That. And um. One of those chances, fair and I mean, few and far in between. In the final, you know, when you see Mbappe not even getting any shots on target, uh, what can you accept except from uh, Marquinhos to go uh, to to hit yeah, the target? Let, let's just say it fell to a wrong person as far as PSC go. Uh, and then one more point about the, the the moments, like I already mentioned, the last ten and fifteen minutes, you know, like when you have to throw the kitchen sink basically 
uh, at the opponents when you're one nothing down. That I, I didn't really see. Although Tupo Moting, their hero against Atlanta, came in. Oh, um, no. He was bad, man. I mean, he had one chance uh, at the end, but yeah. he, the way he tried to hit the shot, he was like he was almost trying to defend it. He wasn't even hitting the target. I remember he defended his own uh, players yep. mm-hmm. and, and prevented it from going in. You know, he, he was just there to, you know, smash and grab, basically. How about the penalty claim when Mbappe fell down in the box? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Uh, that and, and even the other one when uh, Kingsley Coman went down. Yeah. Could have been given. But, yeah, um, I mean, VR is just there to support the referees. So. Yeah, exactly. And and thing with VR is if the if the referee gave that as a penalty, it would have been over, hard to overturn. So in, in, in just like in any other sports, when you have an original decision, in order to overturn that, in order to overturn that, the fault should be clear and obvious. So I, I don't think that was the case. So Yeah, with the naked eye, it kind of looked like you know, yes. the ball was already out. But if you slow down, there was a definitely a contact. So uh, I feel like you know, VAR should have allowed the referee to, to go down there and have a look at it. And I think if that was the case, uh, uh, PSG would have got a, uh, yeah, a penalty I, I, out I, of I, it. I feel like um, there was no VAR TVs in there. For, for some reason, I don't it know was, if it, wasn't it wasn't used, working. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it wasn't used. I don't know if the referees were from different countries that they couldn't communicate at each other. But yeah, it was it was weird. I think, in, you know, in a game like a Champions League final, you should be able to, you know, get all the decisions correct. Yep. But other than that, I don't think we could really argue about the decisions. I mean, yeah, they didn't really impact the game. I think, you know, like like we both can agree, I mean, Bayern Munich basically just manhandled the game. I mean, PSG had very little uh, fire in them at the end of the game. Yeah. And, and Bayern Munich, I mean, rightfully deserved it, man. Yeah, they totally deserved it. Um, like we already mentioned, they weren't in their fluent best, but, you know, in, in the game of this magnitude, you just have to get over the line or get over the hunch, and they, they, they did. Um, and and for these two sides, there's it's going to be huge repercussions uh, for winning for Bayern and and for losing for PSC. Um, we'll we'll get into more details about it uh, later in the show, right, Abi? Yeah, we'll we'll discuss that at the end of the show. But first, uh, let's just go through some standouts in the game, shall we? How about the obvious one, Manuel Neuer. Manuel Neuer, yeah. Uh, for me, probably man of the match. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I mean, the saves that he made, especially the Neymar one, you know, that kind of set the tone for him for the rest of the game. And, you know, you just kind of got the idea that it was just going to be one of those games for PSG where they would just struggle against him. Yeah, it it seems like we all forgot how good uh, Manuel Nur is. Yeah, especially after that World Cup, you know, the horrible World Cup that he had. Uh, people he were, and, you know, and, and, and the whole team. It yeah. wasn't just him. And remember... He had uh, an injury going into the tournament, so he was risked basically. Yeah. So he had foot injury and he had hip issues, and uh, for 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 a year and a half, he basically played through that injury. And sometimes professional athletes, you know, don't take enough rest uh, when it comes to injuries. So for for Manuel Neuer to re- overcome that and and be back into the, into his usual best. I think that that was his most satisfying performance. You know, people have been talking about how. Ter Stegen and all the other guys are way much better or way more better than Neuer, but he just showed his class today. Talking about 
standouts uh, for Bayern Munich. I think Kingsley Coman, who replaced um, Ivan Perisic, Perisic. On, on the left flank. He, he was the standout player. And for me, Coman is not really a starter for a team like Bayern Munich. Um, he's, he's more like an impact player who has a lot of raw pace and energy and who, who is direct. But he had fire in his belly today because he was playing against his old side. Um, he, he, he grew up playing for PSC and he, he even graduated from their youth side uh, playing, I think, four competitive games and, and winning the league too, I guess. So When I first saw the team news and, you know, I saw Perisic on the bench, I was like, what? I mean, this guy scored against Barcelona and, you know, had a pretty good game against Lyon as well. But you know that's that just shows you the depth of Bayern Munich, man. I yeah, mean, depth and 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 the and the bravery from the coach uh, Hansi Flick. For now, he's the caretaker. But I mean, no, he's he's uh, full time. Oh, he's, he's full time now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, winning a treble in your first season. I mean, how about that? Yep. So he replaced Nico Kovac. Uh, you know, and and this guy who wasn't really seen as a managerial candidate and now totally transformed Bayern Munich because remember. Um, Last year, when Bayern got uh, bamboozled by Liverpool, they were seen as similar to Barcelona. They were an old side, you know, uh, they, they couldn't perform against a team like Liverpool and they had to kind of reboot and stuff. But no, same side, same, like uh, exact same, except for a couple of people. But, they, but Hansi Flick, he was an assistant under um, Joachim Lobb uh, in, in that World Cup winning side. But for PSG... Uh, the standout for me was Thiago Silva at the back. Um, too bad for PSG, he's leaving. Yeah, I think the only player who can take pride coming out of the game has to be Thiago Silva. I mean, he did all he could, put everything out in his final game. And, you know, sad for uh, Thiago Silva that he couldn't taste the victory at the end. Elsewhere for PSG, I saw a few glimpses from uh, Leandro Paredes in, in the middle of the park. Uh, he had some sparkling touches and, and passes. But the profligacy shown by the star duo of Mbappe and Neymar wasn't to be eclipsed by anyone today. They couldn't take their chances, although they tried. So it, it will definitely be seen as a failure for both, the guy, both these guys because they, they just couldn't score. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, Neymar, you expect, you know, uh, who was, you know, absolutely instrumental. Bloating about being in the final and, you know, just his antics like we talked uh, last week, uh, it just shows his character uh, when he's uh, a goal down in a Champions League final. You got to turn up, and and he didn't. I mean, he was you know he was just frustrated for the final thirty minutes of the game. Yeah, I actually picked Neymar to score, and and I actually like what he produced in in previous couple games. But today, he flopped a couple times too. That's I don't, I just detest you know that side of his game. You know when when he's in form and when he's in his rhythm. He's he's probably one of the best players in 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 the entire world. But you know when he starts flopping, man, it's just so hard to watch. From major disappointments for Paris to not turning up into a, a, a final, uh, Romelu Lukaku, the Belgian striker for Inter Milan, didn't show up despite winning a penalty and score a penalty in the Europa League final against winners Sevilla. We'll find out. After this sports update by Avi. Bayern Munich won the European Cup for the sixth time by beating Paris Saint-Germain 1-0 in Sunday's Champions League final thanks to a goal from, get this, 
former PSG Youth Academy graduate Kingsley Coman. Baltimore Ravens announced they had terminated all Thomas contract for personal conduct that has adversely affected the team. The Ravens are expected to try to void his 10 million guaranteed salary this season and it is expected the safety will file a grievance. File a grievance? Yeah. What does that even mean? He's trying to get his money back. And finally, Snoop Dogg employs a full-time blunt roller who makes about 50000 a year. <laughs> you want to apply for that? Ridiculous. I, <laughs> you're not a good blunt roller? <laughs> you think so? You look like one. I mean, if, if I get a million dollar a year, maybe. So, Hobby, we discussed the UEFA Champions League final. Um, you know, it kind of lived up to its billing in a way, but it wasn't swashbuckling as we all expected, right? Yeah, not a goal frenzy. I mean, I had three over three and a half goal, but it was one nil. I mean, it was a good entertaining game, though. Intriguing. Yeah, and... um the other final that took place this uh, this weekend, the Europa League final, lived up to its billing. And then it was a joyful final. Uh, lots of goals, uh, lots of fun. Yeah. As soon as Inter Milan you know, took the lead with the penalty in like five minutes, I think. Yep. And I was like, okay, here we go. Yeah, the, the first half was um, amazing. Like end-to-end stuff. Second half, kind of, you know. Yeah, they were, they were both being cautious about yeah, it. Yeah, you know? being, being cautious and... Uh, uh, each of the teams didn't really want to want to blink, but um, we'll definitely get into the details about the game. But first, trivia. Oh yeah, I forgot. I totally forgot about that one. So this, this could be a, a little easier, Abi. Um, I, I just made it easier just because you could get a dub. Finally. Finally. So Bayern won its sixth championship or or UEFA Champions League, right? So they won their fifth back in 2013. The mm-hmm. scoreline was 2-1. Lewandowski was playing for Dortmund. Um, the, the, I think the final was in London too. In, in, yeah, Wembley. Yep. So the scoreline was 2-1. So who scored the winning goal? Uh, thank you. Finally, a win for me, <laughs> Robin. Yep. I had to. That... I had to make sure you 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 get a get a dub. So you know. No, I mean I won because. I, I won because you finally asked the question that, you know, is, is still in our memories. I mean, if you go back 1990, there's no way I'm going to, you know, I'm not going to be able to answer those questions. I, I, I literally went back to 2000, like early 2000s. I mean, which I, I don't think you're what you were doing back then. Um, but anyways, those are more legit questions. But still, today's was probably a, a lot easier for you to What am it. I, uh, one and three? Yeah, I guess, I guess. But, right. but I'm, I'm happy for you. Gonna make a comeback, yep. Europa League final, which produced all the goods. And Romelu Lukaku, the big Rom, mm-hmm. he started, it started pretty good for him. You know, he, he won the penalty and, and dispatched it too. But it all went downhill from then on. So what went wrong for them, Avi? It's just the mentality of, you know, Sevilla. I mean, they're like the Chicago Bulls of Europa League. I mean, I feel bad watching the game. I mean, it should have been, you know, uh, United versus Inter there uh, just because the way we dominated Sevilla in the semifinal, but Champions League mentality of Sevilla, even if they were going to go down, they came back in the semifinal and in the final. And Lukaku had a one-on-one. He, he, sh- he should have dispatched it. And worst of all, 
and I still believe it's an own goal. I'm not sure about you, but that's definitely an own goal. He was definitely yeah, that's, going that's out. Yeah, that's an own goal. He, the, yeah. the ball was, or, or the strike was going away from goal. So that's definitely an own goal. Um, yeah, Euro, Lukaku definitely got a friend working for a Europa referee out there. Cause so ironic, right, Avi? Um, so Diego Carlos, who is the defender who fouled Lukaku in the first place, kind of scored that winning goal, although it wasn't his goal, but you have credited to him. Uh, yeah, Diego really Carlos. Is. Some people say um, he should have been so sent off just for the tackle. Yeah, yeah, I mean those things in the finals, you kind of you know let go of you know those fouls, but uh, all those. But yeah, I mean Inter Milan, like the substitution, even you know the Eriksen was late into the game. Yeah, I don't think Eriksen is a good fit in this team. I, not not just judging from today's game, I've seen him play for Inter before um, a, a few games, so. For Conte's system, he doesn't really fit in, and I, I don't think Sanchez was was fully fit for this game, anyways. Um, but what for Sevilla, Julian Lopetegui, you know how he fi- was fired just before the 2018 World Cup, and he was fired from Real Madrid within a few games. Uh, you know, such 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 horrific few months for him, and coming back to Sevilla, kind of you know working from the ground up again, and. Uh, Getting this title, it means a lot for him. Yeah, I mean, you can see his emotion when Sevilla won the championship after the final whistle. He was literally crying on the sideline. Yeah, and, and for them, the hero was Luke de Jong, former Newcastle striker, uh, the Dutch forward, who scored in the semifinals against United as well. Uh, super yeah. sub, this mm-hmm. time started, and, and it, was, it was magic touch by... Uh, by Julian Lopetegui to start him instead of El Nesri. Talk about, you know, hitting the right substitution or right making the right lineup, perfected the game plan that the coach put out and took his couple of chances and just, you know, put Sevilla in the lead. I'm happy for Sevilla, man. Amazing for Sevilla. And uh, you might as well change the name to uh, UEFA Sevilla League. Absolutely. Like, you know, like we did for Barcelona before UEFA Lona when... They were <laughs> getting a lot of games uh, credited from the referee, but yeah, um, so, no, no, no more so than uh, the Chelsea game. Uh, they were uh, Chelsea were robbed. Don't even don't even get me started on the uh, Drogba uh, sideline antics, and, and rightly so. So, you know, talking about Drogba and 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 his hitting ability, Luke De Jong, you know, Friday reminded me of uh, a similar instinct, you know, that the, the hitting prowess from Luke De Jong, man. Two goals and, and two great hitters. And against an interside, which is so dominant in, in the air, right? Conte's team with uh, Diego Godin in the middle, they're, they're defensively so good. But, you know, Inter Milan never really looked like getting hold of the, hold of the game on, on Friday. Yeah, uh, except for the five minutes. I think that was it. Yeah, yeah, first, first few minutes. Other than that... Sevilla had, had the whole control of the game. Like we already mentioned, Luke de Jong getting with a, with a brace. So, Avi, my team of the week consists of a basketball lineup. However, I've added a few Champions League or, or Europa League stars as well. So, so only five players? Yeah, do, yeah. Uh, five and, and six men as well. So, do, okay. you, do, you think, do you think Luke de Jong will be there? I would still put Lewandowski in there. <laughs> I don't know. That's just me. But I, I definitely no, wouldn't mind no, if Oski hasn't hasn't really done. Uh, yeah, not this week, not this week. I I I would definitely wouldn't mind if you if you got Luke De Jong in there. But so, so do you want to yeah. find out right now 
or, or later in the show. How about we wait till the end of the show? Because we, you know, since you mentioned NBA, we, I think you have to put some basketball players in there and we still got to talk about the playoffs. So, Yeah, you're right. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do it at the end of the show. I was just uh, way ahead myself because like I, ha- I have a spectacular team. I mean, you're getting excited, man. Hold yeah. on to your horses. I mean, you can't blame me, man. So such a great sign. <laughs>